So welcome to part two of our Gold Alumni Association podcast. I'm going to kick off uh, part two with what is the Gold Alumni Association for? And yes, we're there to mentor. Yes, we're there to act as uh, an independent voice uh, into and from the MOD. Uh, and yes, we're there to, to spread best practice. But that's that's really, uh, for me, uh, it doesn't have a, a, a sort of golden thread which pulls it all together. And so I spent some time thinking about this uh, a while back. And I think that the social value concept that uh, the Cabinet Office has begun to champion over the last year is that sort of uh, golden thread that helps helps pull all this together. That uh, we are there, uh, yes, to support uh, the, the military family. But the reason for doing that is because we want to effectively do the right thing, do good things, do positive things. Uh, and that plays back into uh, defence so um, for BT and from my point of view that adding social value uh, you know we're, we're a national company um, we're, we have employees in every, serving every town and village in the United Kingdom um, and we're part of we see ourselves as part of this country and part of society uh, so how can we add social value to to this country and supporting the armed forces community is one way that we do that um, but ultimately it's it, it's not just about our corporate social responsibility it's about let's not be shy about talking about the business benefits of doing this as well and uh, ultimately for us that comes down to winning business and so if we can the more we can do to show our customers particularly our public sector customers that we are doing good for society um, and if those public sector customers are reflecting it in their contracts and their bids then that means we will win more business uh, and actually we had a uh, an example of that last year we won a, a contract for a, uh, a wide area network for a local council where 10% of the marking was uh, what are you doing to help armed forces people uh, get jobs and we already run transition force career workshops uh, and mentoring in that area so we bound that up into the into the tender and we won and now contractually we're delivering uh, a scheme of uh, which what what's essentially a volunteering scheme um, for the benefit of one of our customers directly and the armed forces community as well. But that's interesting, Mark, isn't it? Because um, uh, you know, obviously, as DRM, we don't promote any competitive edge um, to to anyone that chooses to sign the armed forces covenant or the um, or, or pursue the employer recognition scheme because we're very much just as I mentioned in in part one about the benefit to the armed forces community. So, so that's. Ten percent. That was driven by whom? It wasn't driven yeah, it's by the customer. By the customer. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the local council. So they're doing their social value piece, yeah. the same as you yeah. just happen to mutually benefit from that. And local government do a lot of it, and whether that's um, youth unemployment, apprenticeships, uh, that sort of thing, uh, employing very local people and very local contracts. Um, that's been around for a while. The Social Value Act, twenty twelve, I think it was. Yeah. Um, that that's generating stuff, and uh, and that's where I see. You know, we can be doing more to help our customers help yeah and, and I think I think just to, to build on that now uh, obviously for private sector 
companies. Uh, that is very you know, winning business is a very important part of uh, of how they maintain their uh, themselves in the long uh, in the long term. Because mm. if you don't win mm. business, ultimately um, you'll disappear or go bust or both. And um, but it's important to say that uh, approaching one third of the uh, gold alumni are now public sector in one form or another. And uh, almost all of us have very significant public sector facing bits of business. Uh, so for Circo, for example, that's all we do. We, we, we're a business to government company. Uh, so uh, doing the right thing, uh, I think, is, is the underpinning bit that links us all together. For some, there will be an additional uh, motive in terms of helping us win business or whatever it happens to be. Uh, so there, there's, there's a sort of, if one looks at it as, uh, as a sort of an increasing scale of, of doing the right thing just because it's the right thing to do and it's a social good, all the way up to doing the right thing because uh, it, it helps um, change our, our sort of you know, our business and improve our business. Um, and our, you know, on that scale, we all sit somewhere, I hope. And I, yeah, and I think that, um, thank uh, Jamie, that's so true because, of course, the Armed Forces Covenant um, here in DRM, we're, we're really um, blessed with clear direction from, uh, from Chief of Defence personnel to deliver the employer engagement strand. But, of course, the Armed Forces Covenant, um, and it touches on what Darren was talking about in part one, um, is much broader than that it, it, it is about it's about delivering uh, um, welfare it's about delivering education it's about delivering um, health homes it's right across the whole panoply of support to that armed forces um, uh, community and I think therefore that's where it broadens from being just a gold alumni yeah. uh, association member looking at it from uh, or having come through it from an armed forces yeah. covenant side but I think exactly as you said Darren earlier I mean it's one of those things where it is right across the whole armed forces covenant piece which you know is, is great for us and, and hits that social value ticket as well now that, that segues beautifully into uh, sort of our next topic of conversation which is about generating benefits um, from the Gold Alumni Association and, uh, and the networks not just on a regional basis but uh, possibly on a sectorisation one as well now what does sectorisation mean well it's it's all about uh, specific areas of business or activity so for example we have a number of NHS organisations that are now Gold Alumni there are a number of universities that are now Gold Alumni uh, manufacturing companies telecommunications companies employment companies whatever they happen to be uh, so we're looking to uh, to turn our regional construct into something that um, is is buttressed and strengthened uh, by a sector approach so that you know sort of a university in region A can be talking to a university in region B and another university in region C uh, that brings a whole new different level of um, of, of uh, communications and ideas uh, so that we uh, we make the Gold Alumni uh, strengthen both horizontally and vertically. And Nat, I'd like to hand over to you now for, yeah. for a bit of a, an update on that. Yeah, sure. So I think that's a really interesting development. So we've, we've spoken already about how the regional groupings for the Gold Alumni Association mirror the, the regions of the RFCA. So the REEDs are really well placed to, um, to link into those and to, to 
in terms of direction or any assistance that those groups may need the reads are really well placed to to act in that way and then um, in terms of industrial groupings or sectors um, the, the national account managers so um, the guys that work in, in my team here in London um, we we moved into um, sector groupings a couple of years back so each, so there's a national account manager for, for each of the major sectors that we operate in so for construction for defence for transport for logistics as um, for, for law and finance etc so for all, all of those major groupings there's there's a national account manager that that is responsible for for accounts that operate in those sectors so again really well placed to support the gold alumni association if you're trying to um to to act or to to coordinate activities across any particular industry so i think that'll be really helpful and it's, it's early days yet. We certainly hope that we will see uh, the, these these sort of tendrils of uh, of sectorisation spreading across uh, the gold alumni networks. So and now uh, that sort of uh, links in nicely into the importance of of individuals uh, to the gold alumni association and and to how we make progress. Um, so for the vast majority of organisations who are members of the gold alumni association, uh, the People who do all the hard work, uh, whether it's at a regional or a steering group level, um, are doing it in their spare time. By no means um, everybody. And uh, um, Mark Askett, who's around the table this morning, is a great example where BT has invested uh, in time and resource uh, in, in having a full-time person to, to lead the charge on, on supporting uh, the military government and uh, armed forces work in general. Um, however, most companies either don't have the resources, particularly the smaller ones, uh, or just the, don't have the focus um, that, that BT has shown. So, uh, what we're what we're asking for effectively is people to use their their scarce time um, in support of of the Armed Forces Covenant, and uh, to do so voluntarily, to do so enthusiastically, and uh, and to be champions. Um, and that's something that um, you know, sort of, uh, where an enthusiast is is worth uh, ten or possibly even hundred pressed people because uh, they will want to do things as opposed to being forced to do things. And uh, in terms of in terms of that, that uh, you know can really help um, buttress our regional approach with uh, sort of getting some of our many large companies and uh, large. Uh, public sector uh, employers to be able to to spread uh, across uh, our regions, and I'm looking at Mark and, uh, and Darren now, because uh, uh, you know, Mark is is part of BT, which, as he has explained, has uh, links into pretty much every town and village in the country. Uh, and but, you know, how do we how do we take all the enthusiasm of, of the many people who are involved with the Armed Forces Covenant in BT and spread that to the best effect uh, of the Golden Knight Association? So, over to, to to Mark and Darren to explore that one. Well, I'll I'll, I'll go first. Be um, per times have got over two hundred branches up and down the country, and uh, one of our strap lines is an opportunity around the corner, um, and it and um, what the support that we give to the Armed Forces communities spread um, certainly from the managing director all the way down to those uh, to those managers so any per temps branch in any region um, they're very supportive of what's going on in the local community um, support the whole of the military community fantastic yeah. thank you and um, 
so yeah, we've we've got a, a presence everywhere, uh, but we focus our efforts on armed forces. Uh, community support via our armed forces network. Uh, so we have an internal network in the business uh, that's growing every day. It's got about 1,250 members as of today. Uh, from every walk of life um, and every uh, part of the country, in fact, I think 95% of them are outside of the M25, which is great. And a few of them are the most amazing people who stand up and put their hand up and lean in to this sort of stuff on the side of their desk and they they provide my depth so if i were to fall under a bus on the way out of holden's house today then this will endure and the the best example is that uh, as part of the regional networks in scotland uh, we have uh, probably half a dozen really engaged people and it seems that the, the momentum started with a couple of them a few years ago and it's spread and it's spread and it's suddenly got more people uh, uh, are putting their hand up to say I'm going to lean into this um, so we've got a very proactive chap Gary Dunn uh, who's a member of the Scot- Scottish uh, Gold Alumni Regional Group uh, and then a number of other people who are really leaning in and um, and contributing. If I can get that in every single region, that would be fantastic. I don't think I'm going to because that's just the nature of people. But I think by the fact, the very fact that you're listening to this podcast, I uh, I maybe raise the challenge that you might be one of those people. And, and yeah, Mark, I think that's really so. And I think um, the the immediate thought that springs to mind on the back of that is, is your ability to signpost, though. Yeah. So it's not just about the depth that you have. I see it, you know, across the board where um, other Gold alumni members are helping set stuff up, which is against the um, the national agenda. And when I say national agenda, I mean the national skills agenda in particular. Um, I look at um, issues such as tech and cyber, and I look at um, uh, fellow Gold alumni, Ren Kapoor from X Forces or uh, Mark Milton from Tech Vets, for example. You know, these are in individuals that you signpost people to to help that armed forces community get into a sector uh, which is you know a national skills um, uh, shortage and I, and I think it's really important that your the depth that you've just talked about in your organization may not be quite the same or Darren in yours um, either um, may not be quite the same in the small medium enterprise perhaps so they need a bit of help, and giving them the signpost to other Gold alumni members who can provide that ties into the mentoring piece that you were talking about earlier, Jamie. So, yeah, I think that's I think that's um, that's really important. Can I give another example of how the the network works? Is the um, the the new um, rehabilitation centre at Stanford Hall? Um, they was looking at some some patient, patients and and assisting them to in their transition. And one of the issues they have is getting supportive employ- employers. Um, just for them to have a taste in a certain uh, work and they, they came to me and it, and it wasn't somebody wasn't our organisation itself that could help them out with but it, again it was the, it linking them into the GAA I was offering them the chance to go into um, um, Royal Mail was one it, it, uh, one and another one was an engineering company and again it's that network helping the, the, uh, the you know like I say the depth of support and being part of that network really changes people's lives yeah individuals' lives to, for the better, whether that's a service leaver who's struggling to find 
a job yeah. or a wounded, injured, injured or sick person uh, who, who just needs some work experience or some or a reservist who's just been made redundant. A single phone call. Yeah. If you if you're part of a network and you know somebody, you can change somebody's life with a single phone call. That's how powerful this can be. And I'll give you a perfect example of that. It was the um, the Poppy Factory and Mission Motorsport had an individual with PTSD was very high on the spectrum of PTSD. They're saying he's going to struggle to get into work. Um, I took him on as a project, worked with the individual. We started him off as a, as a driver's mate for two hours every day. He quite enjoyed that. We built him up to, to, to then become a van driver. Um, and um, we just changed that person's life round for somebody who is very high on the spectrum of PTSD of being unemployable to actually give him the confidence to say that there are jobs out there for him but it was that patient over a, a nine-month period where it was able to build him up and it just gives you an example of how that network works and the support mechanism and I think that's really important Darren, that you, the, the point you raised there is because it's about um, uh, it's much more than just um, sympathy yeah. it's empathy yeah. for the armed forces community so yes there are those who um, um, are desperately unfortunate to have either physical or, or mental um, health issues um, either on the back of their service or just um, generally but I think you know the 14 odd thousand service leavers uh, every year uh, it's right across that cohort that you you know and, and others in the Gold Alumni Association really reach out to so it's fantastic so things like guaranteed interview schemes um, and CV mentoring and help for those who maybe sorry exactly as you said um, uh, Mark you know, on that regional footprint, so yeah, I think that's. Um, I think it's a really important. You know, it, it's everyone yeah, right across that armed forces community. Yeah. Excellent. So there are two, two I think really important things uh, that we've just just discovered or, or just been discussing. Um, the social value that we that we bring it maybe on an individual basis, it maybe on a more general basis, uh, and also the depth um, that that is so important. So I think that's two really important uh, points. We also should be looking at uh, how we help. Uh, uh, sort of, um, the the wider defence enterprise, and so when I say defence enterprise, I'm I'm really starting at the very beginning, and cadets. Uh, and then that moves forward as cadets leave school uh, they become potential apprentices and as they become potential apprentices they join the workforce uh, and uh, they may join the join the workforce inside the defence enterprise they may join it miles outside but uh, something I, I think would be interesting as a gold alumni discussion point is is how we can better support that uh, that overall enterprise because people who have chosen to join the cadets and continue in the cadets because uh, I know that there are plenty of school children who, uh, for whom uh, service in the cadets is, is a mandatory exercise at least for a year um, they, are, they have expressed an interest in, uh, in the military in the armed forces in one form or another and if we can find a way of encouraging that um, you know, it may be a very helpful way for gold alumni to be able to um, uh, find some of the apprentices which we particularly when it comes to STEM that we, we really struggle with um, um, you know, finding the right calibre of people with the right qualifications and the right motivations, and the um, and we get involved in some some of these things, particularly with the army. Uh, with uh, so the army have run a uh, an annual running an annual event now at the Royal Military Academy Sandhurst, uh, a STEM, a science, technology, engineering, and maths 
uh, event for school children. Uh, it's a two-day activity this year. I think that's enduring now. Is yep, it is okay? absolutely yeah. um, And uh, and so you know, we're we're the largest private provider of apprenticeships in the country. We want to go there because our potential employees are coming mm. to that fair. Uh, it doesn't cost us anything apart from going there. Um, Fifty other employers were there this year. I hope that it's going to increase next year. No, absolutely. And I think the great thing about it is actually it's the um, we talked about social value. It's the MOD delivering its social value. It's not about uh, recruiting for the military. It is simply held on a military base. Yes, there's some military equipment there to keep uh, the 14 to 16 year olds uh, uh, interested. Not that they wouldn't be at BT, Mark, of course. But uh, you know, and uh, and of course, it's um, it really is an opportunity for all those employers, yeah, as you say, to um, you know get themselves in front of a uh, what's really quite a, a questioning but also as Jamie says the, the, you know really very able in the STEM arena and it knits these topics together so it knits cadets with our apprenticeships it shows that we're defence supportive companies that they might want to be a reservist yeah. because we support that and we have a very supportive policy etc so I think that's where the that's another golden thread you, know, you mentioned that earlier Jamie um, but it's how these things knit together for us as employers and, and looking at it as a symbiotic effort mm. uh, it should not all be one way that uh, as employers whether public or private uh, we are simply providing effort into uh, the armed forces coverage the, the quid pro quo yep. is that we find means to uh, employ our future access uh, to that talent management and, yeah. uh, and that we uh, have sort of access to people that we otherwise wouldn't ever find yeah. so you know this is a really important part of, of, of the value that uh, getting to gold actually brings it's it's not just a one way street so I think as a final plug if I may though Jamie um, which segues exactly from what you just said is the uh, if, if this Listen to the podcast has sparked someone's interest to start their journey to get to gold along and be a member of the gold um, uh, alumni association then go on to gov.uk where you can sign up for an armed forces um, covenant there's a template on there that you can follow uh, or you can get in touch uh, with us and the details um, will be um, attached uh, to the podcast uh, anyway so that um, outlining where you can find out um, who to speak to if you need a little bit more uh, a little bit more advice and then if but if you've already done that I would encourage people to continue on their employer recognition scheme uh, journey. I'm also going to put a final plug in uh, for uh, those gold alumni who are listening to this. Uh, And if you're not involved regionally, uh, please do get involved. Uh, Please contact your regional leads or if you'd like to become one of the regional leads, uh, please uh, do connect with myself or Mark Arscott or your local regional lead and uh, and say that you're keen to help because what we need is enthusiasts uh, and and, you know, your time is precious um, and so we don't want to take too much of it but we do want some of it so please don't be shy about putting your names forward so uh, finally a, a big thank you from around from me to those who've gathered here today thank, you, uh, thank you for all your inputs and uh, your intellectual efforts and I hope that for those of you listening you found this useful goodbye if you don't want to miss out on next month's episode then hit the subscribe button and if you have any questions for us or want to know more you can contact us on twitter at drm underscore support thank you very much for listening